minded, we were blinded Looking for peace without Jesus, we can't find it Ministry minded, we were blinded Looking for peace without Jesus, we can't What up, what up, what up, what up How y'all doing? Welcome to another episode of Anthony's Godly Guidance I hope you love it, I hope it blesses you More importantly, I hope it gets you closer to God Enjoy What's going on, y'all? It's your man, Anthony. I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Anthony's Godly Guidance. Um, excuse me. There's been uh, some breaks in the podcast um, recently um, <clears throat> and some shifts going on. I, uh, excuse me, long story short, I've been working on some some different uh, different projects and they got in the way. Um, so, that being said, um, <clears throat> I had also said that the next episode was going to be about envy, but I, I'm deciding to shorten up this this uh, series. And <clears throat> there's a an important episode. This episode I'm gonna talk about is a really important piece, and it's been speaking volumes to me. And because of that, I wanted to focus on that. And <clears throat> this is still part of the pride series um excuse me this would this would still be the sixth part but it just won't be about envy it'll be about control and also what it you know what does that mean when speaking about control <laughs> what i'm talking about is we can control well what here's the thing the, the emphasis is what we can control and what we shouldn't try to control. Attitudes. What can I do to make situations better? Things like that. <clears throat> Excuse me. As I'm recording this, apparently I have an allergy to ragwood and there's a lot of that going on. So I apologize for the sniffles and everything else. <clears throat> Excuse me. So anyway, back to the this control aspect. And, um, I'm going to use some Bible to tie it to uh, to get kind of the point of where, where this is going. And the Bible verse I'm using is Psalm 115, verse 16. And it says, The heavens belongs to the Lord, but he has given the earth to all humanity. Now, I'm going to read that again. The heavens belong to the Lord, but he has given the earth to all humanity. So what does that mean? That means <clears throat> we have control over what's going on. Now, obviously, I don't want to say that we control. Well, to some degree, I guess we do. Natural disasters, they're steadily making things to try to control that. But I don't want to go into the conspiracy stuff. But we control what's going on here. Politics. You know, societal things. We control that. <clears throat> and um, there's this there's this thought process amongst Christians that either God is controlling everything 
And when things are going bad, God is bringing bad to me as a way of punishing me for something that I didn't did or didn't do. Or the opposite is that the devil is running everything. And the reason why my life is hellish is because, you know, the devil is at work as you know, as we say, the devil's busy, the devil's blah, blah, blah. And so we, we, we say that. And then we are, we are in this pattern of blaming either the devil or God for the things that have not gone right in our lives. And neither one is really the case because of this verse. He, God gave earth to, 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 to man, to humanity. Uh, excuse me, I had another one that I didn't think I was going to use, but I'm, let me go here real quick. Well, instead of me trying to look through it while I'm doing this anyway, I'll just kind of paraphrase this in Genesis. And and in Genesis, when God made Adam, he starts giving him uh, to name things. And whatever he names those things that they are, that's giving man, giving humanity that that control. So whatever you call this, it is. So if you call it whatever you call it, that's, the, that's what it's going to be, which <clears throat> ties into a verse I've said on this podcast several times, and that is um, Proverbs 20, 18.21, which is the power of life and death are in the tongue, which that kind of goes with this concept of God has given us control of our lives. It's that free will piece. And what we do or don't do determines where our lives go. We can be played, we, we have situations placed in front of us and we can either handle it in a way in which it's godly or we can handle it in a, in a flesh type way. So <clears throat> when I say God, when I say we are in control and God is not, that's not to say that God isn't trying to direct us. The thing about God is he gave us free will. He wants us to do right. He wants us to love him, but he doesn't want to force it on us. So it's not one of those things where it's like, all right, well, you know, I'm going to snap my fingers and you're going to do tithe for just because I don't know that's the first thing that came to my mind he's gonna say well I want you to tithe because that gives me access into your life you know but if you don't that's that's on you because again this verse here that I read in the one Psalms 115:16, he gave us the earth to control so God doesn't if God God needs us to uh, give him access into our lives because if he just did things, there's another Bible verse in here and I don't remember where it's at. It says that God is no respecter of person. 
basically saying God doesn't play favorites. It's not like he's like, oh, these are, I like these people over these people. Which obviously was a verse that wasn't studied or talked about during, example, like slavery times. Because if the slaves knew that God didn't respect people, you know, a certain person, then he would know that they would know that, well, this is wrong what you're doing. God doesn't condone this despite some of the people using the Bible to justify slavery. Um, And I think I've talked about the verse, one of the verses they probably use is in Peter, but I mean, I'm not, we shut that down. That's not what this is about today. Anyway. So anyway, again, because God gave us control over the earth and God is no respecter of person, God's not coming in and forcing people to do anything. And the tithing thing comes up because that gives God access into our financial means and as well as every other aspect. But the concept of because you are doing what I asked, now I can come in and bless you is basically what it's saying. As opposed to if you're not doing what I ask, I can't really help you because then I'm playing favorites. And that's that's what that is. And because God is no respecter of person, he asked us to control. He asked us to listen to him, to give him control of certain aspects of, of, our, of our lives, really. <clears throat> now, the reason we don't and why this is in the Pride series is because pride gets in the way of that in many different times. I mean, <clears throat> a good example of that is when somebody does us wrong, God says forgive and we say no God I can't do that you don't you know what they did I can't ever forgive that that's a pride statement that you know that's not giving God access into our lives because God tells us to forgive not to excuse what was done to us but so that we can move on in our lives And he's trying to show something, but pride gets in the way and says, no. Well, now I was talking about tithing. God says to tithe. Pride says, I'm not just giving away money. I got got to pay these bills or I got to do this or I got to do that. I can't do that, God. No. Maybe once I start making more money, then I'll tithe because I'll be making more money. Which is the wrong attitude because, again... Another Bible verse, and this is Hebrews 11, 6, it's impossible, without faith it's impossible to please God. So we on the front side would need to tithe because we're showing, we're showing our faith in God, I trust you. I trust that you said for me to do this and you're going to take care of it. Now that doesn't mean that money's going to fall out the sky when you do it because I've been tithing for years and money doesn't just fall, fall out the sky. <clears throat> But what it does is it's just that access. So it might not be money that comes, but it might be it might be favor in a different area. You might get promotions at work, the doors open, or you know, just you you're somewhere someday and somebody blesses you with something. It's not a financial piece. It's just you know you need something and here someone is just giving you something. These aspects. Now again, I'm not trying to make this about tithing. But for whatever reason, it keeps coming up. Um, 
but that's a that's a that's a place where we can control what what our attitudes about a certain thing that God is saying for us to do. Now, there are places where we shouldn't try to have control. And we're 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 to give that up to God, but we struggle with that. <clears throat> Jesus says, give you know, lay all your give me all your burdens, your problems. Give them to me. Place them at my feet. And it sounds sweet. And sometimes, and a lot of times we give it at his feet, but then we take it back. <clears throat> so, depression. He says, give it to me. All right, I gave it to you, but something else wrong, so I take it back. You know, or, you know, sickness. He says, give it to me. Place it at his feet. Doctor said something I didn't like, so I took it back. Now, this is a place where we shouldn't be trying to control. We shouldn't be trying to control depression. We shouldn't be trying to control sickness. We shouldn't be trying to control worry. We should be giving that, placing that at his feet and going away. Because also in Philippians 4, 7, he says he'll give the peace that goes beyond all understanding. Um, so we give him these things these d- depression, illness, sickness broke brokenness whether it be financial or just emotional brokenness, whatever we put lace these at his feet and he gives us in return the peace that goes beyond, beyond all understanding now the problem is, again pride kicks in and <clears throat> we have this this like weird obsession with holding on to these like it makes our identity like the illness has become the identity and so I hold on to it well this is for me you know this is this defines who I am or another place that we do this and this might this might step on some people's toes but I'm gonna say it anyway another place that we do this is when we have terrible attitudes towards people and our excuse is well I earned the right to be like this because of what people did to me you don't know my past you don't know what I've been through I just I get to do this that's another place where we shouldn't be trying to control it we should be giving that up to God so he could take that so basically what you're doing is we walk around with a chip on our shoulder because of whatever past event that is. <clears throat> and we have this like big, big um, ego about it and this humongous chip on our shoulder. And we use that as an excuse to treat others poorly. Or to just say whatever we feel like saying, you know, and that's just, it's just not, that's not right. It's, it doesn't, it doesn't make, regardless of what one has been through in the past, it doesn't make it right for you to in turn treat people like, like crap. If you were bullied as a kid and you grow up and you bully people, you're no better than the kids that bullied you when you were a kid. You are, in fact, the exact same as them. 
if not worse, because you know how it feels. You've gone through it, and you, instead of letting, growing from it, learning, you know, taking the opportunity to turn weakness into strength by giving that to God, we then hold on to it, fester it, and then next thing you know, you've become the very thing that you hate. This is the reason why we're supposed to give these things away because it, we run the risk of becoming that very thing that we hate. So I don't wanna, I, I don't wanna let go of being, you know, I was bullied, it hurt, it hurt my, it hurt my heart. It was so wrong. You, you didn't know what they did to me. And then I get older and I get a, <clears throat> I've seen it in, I've seen it. People get positions of power. People who are bullied as kids get positions of power and abuse it to no end. I've seen it with police. I've seen it with bosses, managers. I've seen it in all kinds of people. Like I have seen it with my own eyes. You know, they, they, you get this power and you abuse it because you didn't let go of what happened as a, as a, as a child. Because pride told you that you deserve to be this way because of what you've been through. And it's wrong. Because then you abuse the power that you've been given and you bully other people. Making you, and my, this is my opinion, but you know, maybe this is biblical. I don't know. This makes you worse than the people who bullied you as a kid. Because you know better. Because you know what it feels like to be on the other side. And then it's a perpetual cycle that we're building bullies. I mean, sexual abuse, same thing. If you were sexually abused and you don't let that go and give it to God, I know a lot of people who've become very promiscuous because of holding on to that because they, they've met that, they've let that become their identity. And instead of giving that to God and letting it go, now, now this is who I am. And so... You try to go out and fill that void, and and it's it's a you've gone doing the very same thing that happened to you, or or you have the people who are sexually abused or molested as children who grew up and sexually abused or molest. Why? Because they didn't let it go. They didn't give that to God. That's the thing that you shouldn't control. And that's not to say that. There's no grieving period. That's not to say that, you know, going through traumatic experiences isn't hard. I'm not saying that it's very hard. What I'm saying, though, is there are certain things that God said. God says, give these to me for these reasons of what I'm saying. So that one isn't carrying this and it becomes like a self-fulfilling prophecy. I deserve this. This is me. You don't know. And this is who I become. Or this and or the people who walk around, and I know people who say this, you know, talking about how I keep it real. <clears throat> there's nothing with being there's nothing wrong with being honest, obviously. Being honest is great. But being honest and being a punk are two different things. You can be honest with people without being rude. And I know a lot of people who think that being Rude is being honest. Examples is when, you know, people do certain things and what do I want to say? You know, instead of say, 
instead of this is this is something this is what this happens in the church so i'll use this this come to mind so i'll use this thank you jesus so you have people in the church who are sitting here talking about how the bible states that homosexuality is a sin true statement the bible says that homosexuality is a sin let, let's let's be real on that. That that is a true to life statement. That's what God says. It's in the Bible. <clears throat> but you have people who then start condemning and judging other people because of that. Oh, you're dirty. You're nasty. You're this. You're that. And this is Christians. That's this. Not just other people outside the world. This this is some Christians doing this. You're dirty. You're nasty. You're this. You're talking all this stuff. But I'm just being honest. But you're not being honest. Because once, after you make the statement of, here's the statement that I make. And here's the statement that I believe we all should make. And when asked about it, you know what? I believe what God says. God says it's a sin. It's wrong. It's wrong. But I love people. hate the sin. I'm not going to condemn people for the choices they make. Whether it be being homosexual. Whether it be being racist. Whether it be being punks to people whatever the case may be I love people I know people who are homosexual you know what I, I talk to them you know why because I love people I'm not going to point out the fact that hey you're sinning you're sinning you're sinning because you know what there's a lot of other people sinning it's just not as out there you got a lot of people doing things in the background thinking it's you know my sin is not as bad as yours and that, that, that's what creates the issue. But this is just one example of people saying I'm being real. You're being real rude. You know, or... Uh, anyway, so that's... That's my issue. Don't want to say it like that. That's the issue that I have, and I believe that this is... Is, a, is coming from God when it comes to people claim, professing being real because people can be really mean with being real. If someone is doing something wrong, for an example, we, we condemn people who steal things. Nah, klepto this and blah, 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 that and use this, blah, blah, blah. There are some people who are stealing because that's how they eat. Now, I'm not saying that what they're doing is right, but I understand it. I'm not condemning the sin. I mean, I'm not condoning the sin, but I understand it. So instead of judging these people, let's try to help them. So, and these are just certain examples of that control. <clears throat> I don't wanna belabor the point, uh, you know, let me reel it in. <sighs> So, my point is, we need to be better about controlling the things that we can control. Controlling the things that God tells us to control, and then not trying to control things we shouldn't. Our attitudes shape the way our lives are. If we have bad attitudes, that brings forth bad stuff. And a lot of bad attitudes come from false images we've been given. The world tells us, the world tells you, you know, 
As a young black man, the world told me I had the right to be angry because the system was set up against me. And I believe that. And I carried that with me. And there are certain situations I carried that into that weren't right. And it made a situation that wasn't that bad worse because I'm holding on to this anger that 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 uh, it's a lie from Satan. Satan told me I have a right to be upset about, but I don't have the right to be upset about it. Because in, in Ephesians, God says, don't, don't, well, I'm paraphrasing, but basically don't go to sleep mad. Let it go. Give that to God. Why? So that you can move on. And so this isn't beating you up. And so you don't become the same thing that you just, you, you just spoke about. Now, one last little point and I'm done. I also want to say that with this control piece and this um act you know this control and this attitude thing there's another piece that I didn't really point and that's when we see things that are wrong and we don't do anything about it <clears throat> this is the example of the kids or let me not quit saying kids the people that see other people that are being bullied and we do nothing about it. That inaction in and of itself is pride. I am worried about my life or the repercussions of me getting involved in this, so I'm not going to say anything. That is, inaction is almost condoning the act the 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 the, the, the sin <clears throat> now i am definitely not saying that you in the case of bullying you need to jump in and start fighting people but standing up for someone that's a someone's being wrong and you see it hey man like you good let, let me help you you need anything like you know is there a reason did he do something you know did this guy do something to you is there something i can do to help the situation out so that there's this isn't going on you know as opposed to just watching people just get abused and this is this goes for bullying i mean if you know someone's being sexually assaulted and you do nothing you're just as bad as the person who's doing the assault because you, you know what's going on and you do nothing uh, on a lesser, lesser quote unquote note with the same thing. When you have things in your life that you know have been placed before you, responsibilities, inactions to responsibilities are equally as bad. So I'm gonna just say it and then I'll be done. So, to those people who are sitting around living off the government, not trying to be better, but saying the government is bad, this is an inaction. If you have the ability to do something about your life, to make your life better, God gave us control over this earth. If I don't want to live in poverty, I got to start taking steps to get me out of poverty. If I don't want to live off the government, I got to start taking steps so I don't have to live off the government. 
if I'm doing nothing, the only person I should be complaining about is myself, not whoever else. If I know that there's a way, if I know that I have the ability to do things, and I keep saying the ability because there are people who don't have the ability to, to do things and this is not directing at them, but this is also not giving a pass to people because I know a lot of people who uh, find that crutch with their lives and it goes to what I said earlier. They own up to that crutch and that crutch becomes their identity and now I can't do anything anymore. And that's that's just wrong, that's wrong. That's That is not, even in the Bible it says if you don't work, you don't eat. And what did he say? He said, uh, it, oh God, I don't remember. Those who, those who do the work deserve to eat. Those who do the work deserve their pay. Something like that. This is biblical. God calls us to do things. We have control over this earth. So we have to physically do things. We have to work. If we're, you know, for those who, those who, uh, are mad at God because they said they're praying for stuff and nothing ever changed, but they ain't did anything. Shame on you. That's not how it works. The Bible verses I said, forgive me for that. Forgive me for that. Forgive me for that. Let me, I retract that. Let me not say that. I'm sorry. That's a condemning statement. <clears throat> I will say it like this. For those who have been praying for God to make changes, to do things, but have changed nothing else, there is a there is a there's a a word we use in our language <clears throat> and that word is insanity if we do the same thing and we expect different results that's the very definition of insanity <clears throat> god gave power gave the earth to man god is not going to just bless you for do, just because you pray and but you're not doing anything God please help my finances but not only will I not tithe but I won't get up and try to better myself I want a promotion at work but I won't work harder because I feel that the, what you're paying me this is all you get this ability is all you get for what you're paying me I ain't doing more than this. I I deserve you to pay me better than this, but I won't work harder. But God, please change my finances. It doesn't work that way. So, and if this if this hits home, then I, I'm sorry. Maybe I'm not. I, I what I am sorry for is if at any point when I was speaking. And I came off with that condescending tone because I don't mean that because that's wrong. <laughs> I don't mean to have any condescending. I don't want to condemn, belittle, condescend to anybody. I just want to encourage. So instead of with praying for God to bring finances, God show me, bless me with the ability to get out of this. Help me, show me the way so that I don't end up back where I was at. Hell, God heal me. God heal me of this, these heart problems. But I eat nothing but fried food, you know, and drink 
a bunch of beer or and or pop or whatever the case may be. I just eat a bunch of junk food. God heal heal, heal my heart. But I won't give up my diet. I won't give up what my food and I definitely ain't going to exercise. But God heal me. It doesn't work that way. Because we have to we have to have action. Faith without works is dead. So there has to be an action. The very definition of faith is belief with action. You have to have action to tie to your belief in order to have faith. So because God gave us control over the earth and because God is no respecter of person and because God is impossible to please God without faith, we need to go to God with these things, pray, because that's an important piece. We need to pray to God for this help, for these changes. But we have to listen to what he says and do in order to see that change. And now it's the very point I'm trying to get at with this concept of control and our attitudes. I gave you three verses where God is saying, here, I mean, it's on you. I'm here to help you, but what are you going to do? I'm telling I've laid this before you. Here's how you get there. If you want better health, exercise, eat better. If you want better finances, tithe. Be better with your money. Don't spend it on a bunch of silly things. You know what I'm saying? If you want help, help other people. Because there's another thing that I didn't mention that just came to mind. You reap what you sow. So if you're sowing seeds of negativity, it's what you get back. If you're sowing seeds of positivity, it's what you get back. And in Luke, it says, give and they shall come back to you. Press down, shaking together and running over what men give into your bosoms. So if you're giving this crappy attitude to everybody, but you deserve that crappy attitude because of what you've been through, guess what? That's all you're going to get back. But if you decide at some point, you know what? I know what I've been through, but God can heal me. God will heal me. I will be better. I made a conscious choice to believe that. <clears throat> anyway, I said I was done. Let me stop. So, if any of the messages down this podcast have blessed you, I ask that you go to whatever place, Spotify, Apple, I mean Apple, yeah, Apple Music, uh, Google Play, anchor wherever wherever it is you're listening to i ask that you go to that that platform and subscribe to it subscribe to it give me comments um there's a facebook page anthony's godly guidance and it's anthony's godly guidance like that page because i, I talk about the i use that as a as a means of saying where i'm going next uh you know and that's also another platform to which you could give me feedback because I do. If there's something that you like about it, give me feedback. If there's something you don't like about the podcast, give me feedback. That would be helpful, you know, because as I'm sitting there saying, doing and growing and changing, I need to do the same thing. So if there are things that I need to do to better this, your feedback is valuable. Um, so please 
subscribe to it on whatever platform you listen to. Um, give comments. Go to the Anthony's Godly Guidance page like that. Um, keep out because I have another project I'm doing. Uh, <clears throat> the DBP. And uh, uh, I'll ask the same things there. Um, yeah, if in the meantime, just do those things. I ask that if, if this is blessing you in any way. And another thing, share it. Share it with others. If it's blessing you, share it with others, please. Please share it with others so they can get the same blessing that you got. So whether it be something that's on the Anthony's Godly Guidance page or whatever platform you're listening to, share it with others. Uh, I thank you for that. Uh, thank you for the blessing. Um, y'all have a good day. Love you. God bless. Thank you.